the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Happy Monday, June the 26th, and I got a trifecta birthday here. I got my buddy AJ, who I think is 10 today. I got um, Juliana, Red Heart Bambina. That's my niece, who is 17 today. Not exactly sure how that happened. Happy birthday. And then I have Dr. Lawrence Haynes, one of our uh, medical experts here. Who uh, I don't even know how old he is. I just remember his 40th birthday was wild. So uh, happy birthday to the three of them. I'm celebrating tonight with Juju B. That would be my niece. And tomorrow night with uh, Dr. Lawrence. So, uh, you know, June's a big, big, big birthday month in the Idala household. Wednesday will be my dad's 85th. So, um, you know, with, with everyone's healthy. Everyone's in good shape. Uh, we are here with Sam Bellino. What's going on, Mr. Sam Bolin? Hey, what's up, Arthur? How are we doing tonight? Did you have a good weekend, sir? I had a great weekend. Any highlights that can be, uh, you know, I, had, I spent a lot of time with my family, which I feel like I don't do enough during the week. So to spend some time with them on the weekend is always fantastic. Yeah, well, I think we're all in that boat on the whole uh, family thing. Yeah, yeah. How much in Joan direct, like she's over here. Hi, Joan. Say hello. Joan. I'm direct. My dad and I right? share a birthday, you know. You, you don't. You don't. Oh Jesus Christ! I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Bolin, you realize Wednesday we're gonna have to deal with this, right? Oh no. <laughs> yep. Wow, and it's a big one for Joan. Was the big seven five six oh, five? No, eighty two. Eighty two. Oh, you're right, right behind my dad. All right, so Little Sam Bellino, I am putting you on notice right now. You got to do some kind of best. I'm of. not with you on Wednesday. That's okay. We're going to still Rod give Rod you a hard time. <laughs> this is going to be a good time. show. I'm going to call in though. So we got to figure something out, Sam Bolin. We need to do a special uh, Joni right. Pelzer special. Kind if of thing. we must. Yeah, thank you. And maybe we'll do a couple of clips of Padre Lou um, oh, to, yeah. to give him a little tribute as well. Um, here in New York City, this is an issue. This is a real issue for us foodies. New York City is going to crack down on coal and wood fire pizzerias. They must cut carbon emissions up to 75%. Now, for you and I, that may not sound, you know, like a a big deal, but to the pizza men uh, and women, although let's face it, they, I don't see too many pizza women. Um, apparently that can affect drastically affect 
the um, the taste of the pizza because uh, it, the temperature apparently has a, a lot to do with the way the pizza comes out. The whole thing is for it to be a certain heat where the, the pizza cooks very, very quickly. And what the pizza men are worried about is that the new rules regarding uh, the emissions can affect how heat, how hot the pizza ovens can be. Uh, a pizza man who wanted to remain anonymous, and you can know why after you hear his foul mouth, if you F around with the temperature in the oven, you change the taste. That pipe, that chimney, it's that size to create the perfect updraft, keeps the temperature perfect. It's an art as much as a science. You take away the char, the thing that makes the pizza tra- tra- taste great, you kill it. Now, this is my favorite line. Ready for this, folks? I'm all for responsible environmental practice, but tell Al Gore to take one less private jet or something. Give me a break. Um, So, uh, you know, this when uh, uh, and by the way, we have we have tomorrow's election day. Not that there are any huge elections going on, but we have Hank Shankoff coming up in a couple of minutes. And as as we do on Mondays, we'll talk to Lauren uh, on the bottom of the hour. But you always want to stay tuned for Hank because he's a colorful character, a New York City treasure. Um, the um, when when Mayor Adams ran, he really ran because uh, I went to so many of his stump speeches. I got to see him speak so many different times, and he's he is great on the campaign trail, as most winners typically are. There's not too many people who win elections of this magnitude who, who don't campaign well, and and he campaigns very, very well. He's a dynamic speaker. He knows how to relate to the audience. He knows on the, the topics to touch on. But he was really all about making life easier for uh, the little person. You know, not for Starbucks, you know, not for uh, Banana Republic or, you know, these, these big chains, but for the little people. And the little people, among, and I consider myself amongst the little people for sure, um, these, these pizzerias. Now, um, this is the Department of Environmental Protection, and their quote is, all New Yorkers deserve to breathe healthy air and wooden coal-fire stoves are among the largest contributors of horrible, harmful pollutants in neighborhoods with poor air quality. That's what the Department of Environmental Protection spokesman Ted Timber said. Let me just tell you something. That is so hard for me to believe because in the same basically paragraph, they're saying only 100 restaurants are going to be affected. So you're telling me a hundred restaurants is, is what is what who are making pizza? And when are they making pizza? For how many hours a day? Four, maybe maybe six. Um, because they don't keep the ovens on all day long. They'll keep them on during lunch, and then like at two two thirty, whatever, they'll shut them off until like six six thirty, and they put them on again. Like really, is that what we're supposed to believe in a city with? All of the pedestrian, uh, with all of the, the vehicular traffic that we have, with all the, you know, sometimes you still see these trucks or whatever, these big black plumes of smoke uh, come out of them. They're saying that, quote, a city official said that under 100 restaurants total would be impacted. So this is like the case I was on Saturday night when I had to go to court, where, where people contradict themselves. So here, regarding the, 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 the pollution from the pizza, they're saying that uh, the pollute, the pizza ovens, whether they're coal or wood firing, are a tremendous contributor to pollution in the city. 
And then at the same time, they're saying it's only 100 restaurants. I don't even know. How many restaurants are in the city? 3,000, 4,000, 8,000? 18,000 restaurants in New York City. One, but restaurants, like 18, everything. Okay. 18,000, so, all sizes. Okay, well, Joan's got that off the tip of her fingers. I don't mean, exactly know where that yep. comes from. Um, but um, so it just seems a little contradictory to say 100 restaurants out of 18,000 in the five boroughs are contributing to um, the, the, the black smoke. I'm in court Friday night having to do with a car stop and something illegal was found in the car. And the prosecutor is asking for a large, a large amount of bail. The prosecutor now has to justify to the judge why the car was stopped initially. So the prosecutor, who's a very veteran seasoned prosecutor, takes the, um, uh, the, the podium and tells the judge, well, judge, we need this large amount of bail because the, the, these illegal items were found in the, in the car. And the reason why the car was stopped because as it was parked, double parked, its brake lights weren't working. And I said, well, Your Honor. And that's why the cops went over and was able to have the, the indicia of some sort of criminal activity because that's why they were able to stop them because there was a, a vehicular violation. And I said, Judge, usually when a car is parked, you're not using your brakes. And therefore, the brake lights would not be on. And the judge kind of smiled at me like coyly, like, that's a pretty good point. It, it was midnight, Saturday going into Sunday, I'm standing at the podium. And she's like, that's a pretty good point. So she still said bail, but she said bail much lower. But this individual prosecutor totally contradicted himself. A parked car does not use their brake lights. Um, or, or at least a cop shouldn't be assuming that, that you're sitting on the brake. In other words, if the cop said, as they approached the red light or the stop sign and the car came to a stop, the brake lights were not on. Well, now you have an appropriate stop. But if a car is just parked, and how do you know if the person's foot is on the brake or not? How do you know the brake lights aren't working? Well, here they're saying, well, we got to have these restaurants t- totally curtail. 75% of their emissions has to disappear and be filtered somehow or another because they're causing all of this pollution. A hundred restaurants are causing all of this pollution? I don't think so. I think this, we have much bigger contributors to pollution than the the Zio Toto, which makes a beautiful pizza in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, on 3rd Avenue. Give me a break. But, you know, sometimes people have to justify their existence. And they justify their existence by putting these things into law. That's why we have so many more laws than we had, because the legislature's yeah, legislature needs something to do. And I'm not even going to get into the, the gas stoves. We've got to ban gas stoves. Look, you know, I, I got upset at my neighbor a little bit. And we had we didn't have words, but he knew I was upset because he was trimming his tree on Saturday. And there was a bird's nest in there with four blue robin's eggs. And he just took it out and just put it on the lawn. I was like, you're going to kill the birds? So I'm all into the environment. And, and I gave him some peace of my mind about that. But, you know, let's be rational and use real common sense. And let's not try to hurt the little man who's making us a delicious piece, delicious pizza. We'll be right back after these messages with Hank Shankoff. Let's face it. 
Talking about life insurance is never easy. But after we watched a close friend lose her husband with no insurance, we decided that wasn't going to happen to our family. Yeah, but shopping for life insurance can be almost as difficult as talking about it. But then we heard about Ethos Life Insurance. They're a new kind of life insurance built for people on a busy schedule who don't have time for unnecessary doctor's visits, fine print, or hidden fees. You know, who want to keep it simple. I couldn't believe how easy it was. We answered a few basic questions, and within minutes, we had an estimate of what it would cost and what sort of policy made sense for us. I never imagined life insurance could be so affordable. And accessible. The peace of mind knowing that our future is secure, it just removes a lot of the fear around getting older. and Yeah, the unexpected. I'm glad we talked about it. I'm glad we went with ethoslife.com. Go to ethoslife.com now for your free estimate. That's E-T-H-O-S-Life.com. Ethoslife.com. All right, so let's talk about my friends at Bay Ridge Honda on 88th Street and 4th Avenue in Brooklyn or at bayridgehonda.com. They've been there for six decades. The Sabah family will treat you like family when you walk into that beautiful showroom. It is actually an award-winning showroom. It won the 2022 President's Award for its greatness as a dealership. They have over 150 new Honda vehicles and... Look, I've been a big Honda fan forever. Joe Hassan taught me how to drive stick shift on his Honda Prelude, 1984 Honda Prelude back in the day. My grandfather had a 1980 Honda Accord, uh, and those cars ran forever and ever. Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx, they all choose Bay Ridge Honda. And right now, they're going to give you $1,000 back. $1,000 if you trade in your owned or leased vehicle and buy your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. So you're already getting a $1,000 savings. And right now, they're going to give you 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select Honda models for the whole month of June. So, and how about this? Even if you don't buy a car from them, They'll buy your car from you if you're just looking to unload your car. So visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. It's right by the uh, the R train that stops on 86th Street. Or you can drive in and they have a parking lot right there in the front. Um, or you can go online at BayRidgeHonda.com, BayRidgeHonda.com, and that's where you should buy your next car from. This is available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. And ends June 30th, 2023. There is a great awakening happening. Patriots are revolting against woke companies crashing their sales and stock prices by taking their business elsewhere. The mobile phone companies are no different, which is why I want you to make the switch to Patriot Mobile today like I did. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. Imagine getting dependable nationwide coverage on one of the big three mobile networks and simultaneously supporting free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. That's exactly what you get with Patriot Mobile. Their 100% U.S.-based customer support team makes the switching easy. Keep your phone, keep your number, and choose from the best network in your area. It's that simple. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Gorka or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation and a performance guarantee today with offer code Gorka. We are making a difference. Join me and make the switch today. patriotmobile.com slash Gorka, 878-PATRIOT. Let's talk about our friends at Connors & Sullivan, attorneys at law, because protecting your assets is their priority. 
Planning for the future is important. You have to make sure you and your family are protected. If you're not around to make decisions, you don't want a stranger doing that for you. Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. Wills, trusts, power of attorneys, health care proxies, living wills, your overall estate plan. The goal of Connors and Sullivan's attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people just like you plan their states and protect their families for over 40 years. And you can visit them for a free, no-obligation consultation. Call Connors & Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island at 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, or visit their website at connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Genesis. Is this off the Invisible Touch album? Yes, it is. There we go. I know my 80s music. Well, you know... Tomorrow's not a big election, right? It's not governor, it's not mayor, it's not president. Um, you know, next year it'll be president, and then after that I will be mayor, and then after that I'll be governor. So this is like the off year. But, you know, I was lucky to be involved in um, several campaigns for Sal Albanese, for uh, Joe Hines, for Dominic Amrecchia Jr. Those are the the big three that pop out of my head that I really, really cared about. And then, of course, my own campaign. And tonight, 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 the night before an election is, it's its hard to describe because you want to make sure, I can, I can tell you as the person who's run a campaign and the person who's been the candidate, you want to make sure everything that can be done has been done from getting your name out there. And then you want to make sure for the next day, you're pulling your vote out. You're getting the people who you believe are going to be your voters to the polling place on that day. But a person who makes me look like the the triple-A the baseball player that I am compared to him, uh, the Aaron Judge or uh, Derek Jeter of, um, of political planning, the one, the only, the New York City treasurer, Hank Shankoff. Hello, Uncle Hank. How are you, sir? Life is just a bowl of cherries, Arthur. What can I say? They, well, uh, listen. With, with you, you, there aren't even in, there aren't even pits in the cherries. Um, so yeah, just tell yeah. tell us real quick, Hank. Tell people who haven't really been in the, the trenches of politics. What is the night before election day like? You like you want to vomit every ten minutes. You're also worrying about what's going to be tomorrow. Did you plan enough? Do you have enough people on the streets? Do you have enough literature? Do you have enough coins? When you, in the days where we use phones, you had to have coins. You have enough phones now that you can give to people so they can call in. How many how many polling places are there? Um, it's probably less complicated today. When we had machines, we used to worry about people going in. A buddy was with pliers to take the uh, levers off the machine, so whoever they didn't like wouldn't get you know wouldn't be uh, wouldn't get a chance to have any election day votes. You know, no, you they want to count the number of people. You want to worry about fraud. I mean, all these things. You need lawyers. You need you know probably need doctors too because people get so crazy. Oh, yeah, people used to get into fights over, uh, I, mean, I mean, maybe they still do, how close you were to the polling place and who could have their okay. their sign and who can't have their sign, and they're screaming and they're yelling. And, and the novices go to the corners, 
from away from the polls to try to figure out how close they can get until the cop comes out and says, go away. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it, is, it is the great party of, of, of ill-behaved people before uh, a, a national or a local or an even much more local event occurs of some consequence. I know that uh, the Queens District Attorney and the Bronx District Attorney, uh, they have some races against them. Is there? They, and we've had George Grasso uh, as a guest on the show. Yeah. He's running with the Queens DA's race. It's interesting. He's running to the right of Melinda Katz, and she almost lost when she won the election to someone to the left of her. Uh, is you know anything about that one, Hank? Look, I, I know George Grasso um, a long time. He's a fine uh, public servant, good judge, good cop. You know, who knows what's going to happen there? you got to look at the turnouts in southeast Queens. Historically, Queens elections, countywide elections are won in three or four assembly districts, although there's been some population shift. But in southeast Queens is where that election is likely to be decided. Um, and it should be the organization, the Queens organization, uh, has generally been very difficult to get past. Melinda Katz is the organization candidate. Yeah, they've they've probably more than any other of the five boroughs that Queens organization. I mean, until Mr. Crowley, uh, Congressman Crowley, there fell on his face and let AOC in, they were basically unbeatable. What happened? Yeah, well, look, uh, look, the Crowley thing was called stupid polling by bad pollsters and crappy work by poor consultants, uh, and they made a lot of money. And you know, the great thing about being a political consultant is when you lose or when you make a mistake. It's kind of like a doctor. You bury the dead and run away to the next uh, state. Uh, you know, that's what happened there. Generally, the Queens organization, tough to beat, especially in DA's races. Why? Organizations don't like to lose DA's races. Why? Because the guys in power don't want to go to jail. It's very simple. <laughs> All right, Zank, is there, are there any big races going around citywide? I mean, I will tell you, I went for the first time. I've never done early voting, but... Uh, was it Saturday? Yes, yeah, Saturday. My son, my six-year-old, had a baseball game at the 68th Precinct in Shore Road, and uh, there, in front of uh, Fort Hamilton High School, where I vote, there's a woman who I knew sitting outside. I was like, "Can I go in and vote?" And she's like, "Sure." So I went in. There's no one in there, and on my ballot, <laughs> there was two two names for a, I think it was a civil judge seat. Uh, seat. And I circled one. I didn't know either of them. I wasn't going to take out my phone and start Googling. So I just flipped a coin and circled one, and I voted. So I did my, my duty. But, I mean, there was literally nobody running. Uh, was, uh, that was the whole ballot. I've never seen a ballot so small. So citywide, is there anything going on that we should really be focusing on tomorrow? What we should focus on is our shame. That uh, if, you, I, if this number citywide hits 75,000, I would be absolutely shocked. There's one council race um, in Harlem between uh, all let's see, three or three candidates that's been highly contested. There's Republican primaries in the emerging Republican uh, voting areas in Brooklyn against Ina Vernikoff, I think, the councilwoman. A couple of other races, uh, lower Manhattan. But is this something that people really care about? No, they don't. And it's in the interest of the incumbents that no one care about anything and the permanent political class. What we see is a permanent political class dominating our, dominating our politics by people who can't do anything else but run for office, and that is, in fact, quite extraordinary. Well, uh, the, the Harlem race, that's where Inez Dickens is, is running. She's one of the candidates, correct? correct? Okay. Yep, and, he is, uh, certainly is. Right. I know she's a, she's a friend of Recky's, so I'm rooting for her. But um, you know what, what stood out to me, uh, Hank, 
We're talking to Hank Shankoff, the brilliant uh, political operative here in the, in the United States of America, I should say. Um, how much money? Okay, uh, my taxes are insane. Insane between my property taxes and my obviously my income taxes, and then you know all the other taxes. Right, the every time I go twenty three miles an hour, I get a fifty dollar ticket in the mail, and I'm looking at all of these voting booths. There had to be, I don't know, twelve people, maybe more, because the people outside, fifteen people who are getting paid for this whole week to work. And, and I know that I'm paying a lot of money, but this whole board of elections thing, and I'm like. We did all of this for, to this, decide which one of these two civil court judges. We're not talking about a judge in the Supreme Court of the United States of America or the Court of Appeals. No disrespect. These are low, low, low-level judges. We, I, we, they probably spent in that one polling booth $100,000 to pick yeah. one of these two. Uh, my taxpayer dollars to pick one of these two people. It's crazy. It, it is insane. And also the way we elect judges. You know, judges are really publicly funded. The way we fund these other offices to get the fix out. We ought to require public debates that are televised. We ought to get the uh, the uh, these uh, what are they these nominating conventions out of the way, get the organizations out of the way, and return integrity to our courts because we really don't have a lot of integrity these days in our courts because no one knows what's going on. It's not a good system. I you know when I worked in judgeship races, I did a lot of them, um, and most of them I did pretty well with. I mean. They were contested. There was action. People were interested, but no one cares anymore. We've kind of turned out, you know, the electorate has kind of turned out the lamps uh, in their homes and uh, gone to sleep with the hope that somehow something good will occur. And it's not that's just not how democracy works. Well, you know, to your point, Hank, and I, I agree with you 100 percent about pol- uh, professional politicians. I am a strong believer. And I remember when when Sal Albanese was instrumental in bringing it into the city council in term limits because you know people are like oh let the voters do what they want to do but the voters are lazy the turn as you said in the beginning of this segment the, the voting turnout is going to be insanely low the, the voting turnout for de blasio's election was low it's it's been it's just ridiculous and people go in and they're uninformed and they just vote for the name they pull the lever for the name they recognize not because they know where people stand on the issues so i would like to hear what does hank shankoff think about uh, term limits across the boards, Congress, Senate, uh, district attorneys, etc. Look, I think that we need to get new people into office. If you like the way New York's functioning today, then let's have what we got. If you want to see change, you've got to change the system. Albany particularly, we ought not to have people who are in office for 300 years, you know, and counting. I mean, and if it's working so well, why do they pass laws that only make it easier for us to all feel unsafe, whether those laws are good or not? There is no public discussion. There is no transparency. We have the state run by three people, and they're having a great time. The taxpayers are paying the load of money, a lot of money, to run the, all, the government in Albany. And what are we getting in return? You feel better? How are you feeling today? You know, you wake up and say, I can't wait until they go to the legislature because they're going to do so much good for me. No, they're going to do so much good for themselves. Come on. Well, <laughs> let me ask you real quick, Hank. Um, I just want to return because it does seem because I was reading the paper yesterday that Harlem City Council race uh, is is the contested one. Is Inez Dickens the favorite there because she's been around so long? Well, possible, but you know, Arthur, you got to look at this from a different perspective for just a moment. Which is, it's the old Harlem versus the new Harlem. So, does the old Harlem win or does the new Harlem win? That's well. Give me give me here. a definition. What's the old Harlem? What's the new Harlem? Inez Dickens is the old Harlem, not because she's older, because she represents a period of time 
that uh, that doesn't that's not in place anymore. We have had major changes in leadership and population. And then you have the new Harlem, which is really uh, some maybe Al Taylor a little bit, but certainly Yusuf Salim, um, who was one of the one of the uh, one of the Central Park Five and who was uh, acquitted, uh, convicted, and subsequently um, released from prison based upon new facts, and that he was he was wrongly accused in the first place. So that being said, the new versus the old will the old win or will the new win? So, so the, the Charlie Wrangles of old don't control uh, <clears throat> don't control the Harlem political movement anymore. Well, when I'm the you know Basil Patterson, may you rest in peace, blamed me or credited me, depending upon your point of view, for coming up with the phrase "Gang of Four. The Gang of Four controlled Harlem politics. Um, Wrangle, uh, Dinkins, uh, Patterson, and Sutton. And um, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't easy to do business. Sometimes it was easy to do business. Other times, depending upon who you were with. They didn't like Herman Badillo. They weren't crazy about the rise of Puerto Ricans. And we've been living with that legacy since I started this business a long time ago. That being said, the new Harlem is a much different place where no one can accumulate that kind of power, um, where it's much more diverse, where you don't have a member of Congress with the kind of seniority that Charlie Rangel had and the kind of power. It's a very different place today, very, very different politically. We're talking to Hank Shankoff, the political genius. I, um, I Before I let you go, I got two minutes to go. A guy who sure. really changed New York and New Yorkers like myself and you, I will credit myself. I'll put myself in your category for this one thing, would know how influential he was, passed away at 89 years old. Richard Ravitch, who, you know, I wrote my uh, senior thesis from college about this, the fiscal crisis of the 70s and what a role he and Felix Royenton uh, played in getting the city back on its feet. Uh, he was uh, ultimately the lieutenant governor um, uh, under uh, David uh, Patterson. Uh, he was also the head of the MTA. Uh, talk to me a little bit about Richard Ravitch and his legacy here in New York City. Dick Ravitch was a very unique person who needed to do all the public things he needed to do, Arthur, like you and I needed to grow a second head. He could have remained a developer, made a lot of money, did what he did, but instead he sought public service. The uh, creation of the Project Finance Administration, which issued MAC bonds, right? Yep. Um, that's how it worked. Was a brilliant, brilliant stroke. Um, brilliant. It saved the city from bankruptcy, if that was important to people at the time, more so than all the other nonsense. The MTA's uh, air-conditioned, when you get an air-conditioned car in the MTA in the summer, thank Dick Ravitch, because it was his, his doing, Okay. The restructuring of the transit system, which lasted a long time. The funding using MTA bonds, putting the entire operation together, the, the uh, excuse me, the Triborough Bridge and Tunnel Authority bonds, that was Dick Ravitch. If there was a good thing that happened and it made lives better for New Yorkers, it was Dick Ravitch. He would have been a wonderful mayor. He ran a terrible campaign. He should have been used more as lieutenant governor. He should have served again and more because his brains, his care for the city that he loved, and his desire to do good which is, you know, incomparable. He was an extraordinary person. Well, we send a, a fond farewell to a great New Yorker, Richard Ravitch, uh, 89 years old. He's uh, He really was a, a jewel here in the city of New York, and I, probably most people don't know his name. Um, but, uh, you know, as, as Hank Shankoff just articulated, we have a lot to be thankful for from him all right hank i appreciate your time you're always so great your your depth of knowledge and your presentation makes for great radio and that's what we're trying to do here on the idola power hour so thanks hank anytime you want to come back on you know how to reach us
Arthur, take care of yourself. All the best. We'll we you. will. Keep smiling. All right, folks, that was Hank Schenkoff here at AM 970, The Answer, on a Monday night. It is 6.33. I believe it has now stopped raining. Um, we got Juliana's birthday tonight at Pippin's on 3rd Avenue in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I'm very excited about that. Um, and um, I'm going to come back. Uh, we, you know, these e-bike fires are a little crazy. Um, and they're very, 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 very dangerous. And they're basically been happening way, way too much. So we'll talk to Lauren Fix about that. And I'll talk a little bit more of the news of the day when we come back. Don't go away. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate? If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10 a.m., our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters of real estate. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her terrific team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there's no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. She's a legend. She's the best, period. Tune in to Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate. Don't miss it. Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on AM 970, The Answer. So as we wrap up this graduation season in 2023, there are many students who finish school and they don't really have a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in that position? Tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting which allows you to speed your way into the legal field and make great money without having to go through law school and losing all your hair like I did. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak with the district attorney's offices often, and they are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, the National Court Reporters Association partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. 
Let's talk about my friends Jason and Ray at Hemp Leaf. I finally used a little icy pot uh, on my on my knees and my ankles. Just a little bit, just a dab will do you. It's a it's a muscle uh, rub that really helps, I guess, loosen things up. And I kind of needed a little bit of that on Saturday. Believe it or not, I performed like a madman on Thursday. Felt fine Friday, but felt it on Saturday. Um, of course, this morning when I got up getting all ready to go to work, actually Saturday, but before I had to go to court, to night court, I had to take a shower, which I usually don't do at night. I got out, used my whipped butters, used my shea butters, used all that good stuff that hemp leaf gives me to make my skin feel soft and hydrated. Um, when Jason was here on Wednesday, he gave me a new tube of their liquid black soap. It's like a travel tube, but I'm using it at home. Don't get mad at me because um, it's great in the soap in the shower. Put a little on the loofah, and I'm all good to go. All of their products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. They are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. Um, and then there's the Helixer, which, you know, you can rub on your heels, but you can rub it on, like, your lower extremities. It's really for people with neuropathy who have problems with circulations in their legs. Within minutes, it soothes your aching feet and those lower parts of your legs. Remember, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in your body. So visit them at www.hempleaf.com. That's www.h-e-m-p-l-i-e-f.com. www.hempleaf.com. Mention the name Arthur at checkout and receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We return now with lifetime New Yorker and legal analyst, attorney Arthur Idala and the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Riding along in my automobile, my baby beside me at the wheel. I stole a kiss at the turn of a mile. Uh oh. I'm stealing my kisses. Big no no. And playing the radio. All right, I love it. So here we are. We're back on the Idala Power Hour. That was uh, a good time with Hank Shankoff. And now let's bring in a woman who I had lunch with this past Wednesday. Uh, a woman who's all things automobile, Lauren Fix. Hello. How you doing, Arthur? Oh, I'm just Jim Dandy. Um, thank you for spending some time with me on Wednesday and. Um, one of the That's topics wonderful. that we were discussing, which is obviously very pertinent to me and, and uh, a priority, is keeping AM radio in automobiles. And one of the myths that I would like you to once again throw out the window is that electric cars cannot have AM radios inside of them. That is so untrue, and I'll tell you how I know it is, because I just reviewed the Toyota BZ4X and the Lexus RZ450E, which are the Toyota products. Uh, I had a Nissan, I have Honda Electrics, and guess what? They all have AM radio, and they work without interference. And I've so, driven a ton of electric cars. This is all the, for a different reason. Go ahead. All right, the different reason. So people think, oh, it's AM radio. Who listens to AM radio? Well, here's the reality of it all. If you start looking at it a little closer, you'll see that a lot of car manufacturers are starting to eliminate, and they're planning to eliminate Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. We're like, well, what are you talking about? That's been pretty standard across the lineup. Well, there's more than meets the eye, because the reason they're doing it is they're taking losses. So every car that's sold, they have to pay Apple for the use of the software, and Android for the use of the software. But if that fee goes away, they save money. 
So why give people free AM radio and free FM radio when you can charge them for your new interface, your special Google-based whatever? Then it's a subscription. And we've already heard about this in the past with BMW charging for heated seats, uh, Mercedes charging for extra power, Audi charging for different climate control functions that, like, really, we're, we're charging for this? Yes, this is the new way that they're making money because they're taking millions of dollars in losses on electric vehicles. But the other choice is having billions of dollars in fines from the federal government, which they don't want. Well, you know what's interesting about, about me having all these old cars? I, yeah. I, I don't have... I have a couple of cars, Lord. I don't have one car that has that has Apple Play or Google Android. All of them. All I use is my my car lighter to keep my phone charged, and I just go. Every car I have has AM AM and FM radio. Some of them, if I'm lucky, have cassette players because I still have all my cassettes. Some of them have CD players. No A track. I used to. I used to have a BMW Bavaria that had an A track. It was an aftermarket. Ape track, and it was in uh, the glove compartment. Um, Lauren, wow. I want to ask you a little bit about these e-bike fires and these 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 batteries blowing up because I know you know a lot about batteries and you know about everything mobile. Um, what are we supposed to do? I mean, this is going on in New York, and it's going on. I mean, it's killing people. Literally, is killing people. Uh, buildings catch fire. People find themselves in bad situations, and the reason is a lot of these low cost. Um, systems that you're thinking about. So you think like, oh, I'll buy a low-cost e-scooter and a low-cost e-bike so I can get around because the subways are expensive, the buses are expensive, cabs and Ubers are expensive. So people have sort of transitioned to using that. Here's the dilemma. The dilemma is a lot of these low-cost plug-in chart rechargeable units don't have shutoff. So the power just keeps going to charge. And at some point, the battery overheats. You're not home. Maybe you're sleeping. Maybe you're out. And you come back and it's caught fire and it'll start smoldering and then catch fire. And then buildings catch fire and people die. Animals pass away. It's really horrific. We've had a lot of it in big cities like New York, Chicago, L.A. And a lot of buildings have mandated that you can't have them. The problem is people don't listen. All and right. So here's, here's, really here's what you learned on this Monday from Lauren Fix. Number one, the whole AM radio thing and the electric car thing is a myth. And they're trying to kick, take it out so that they can make more money off of you as well as taking Apple CarPlay and Android CarPlay out. And if you're going to get some sort of an electric vehicle thing, I mean bike or whatever, get the best one, not the cheapest one. Because right. the cheapest one can well, kill you and your battery family. Shut off. Right. You want to look for one where the battery shuts off when it's fully charged. The problem is a lot of buildings don't allow for it. So don't be surprised if you come strolling in one day and the super in your building or the dormant, you can't come in with that. So that's okay. very, very common. Lauren Fix on the Idola Power Hour, the car coach. Look her up. Anything you need but cars, she's going to give you the answer. We'll be right back right after these messages. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Back in feminism's heyday, Helen Reddy sang, I am woman, hear me roar, and Virginia Slims told women, you've come a long way, baby, no longer. In fact, women as a sex are now literally being defined out of existence. Johns Hopkins University has updated its online glossary of LGBTQ terms to define a lesbian as, quote, a non-man attracted to non-men, unquote. 
But this episode isn't the first example of gender radicals seeking to define women out of existence. Remember all the ridiculous euphemisms like chest feeding and people who give birth? The Johns Hopkins Dictionary has been taken down after eliciting outrage and well-deserved mockery. But save some ridicule for feminists like Gloria Steinem and Emma Watson, who've suddenly gone silent. Their devotion to women's rights apparently doesn't extend to ensuring everyone actually knows what a woman is. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu All right, so let's talk about our friend Joe Piscopo and Perillo Tours, because Perillo Tours is starting their 78th year in business with vacations to Italy and now Hawaii, Spain, 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 no, not Spain, Spain, and Greece, too. Join Joe Piscopo on a special Perillo tour to Italy. Steve Perillo and Joe have put together a very special Rome and Sicily customized tour. Three nights in Rome, plenty of time to see the most important sites, and a private dinner performance by Joe Piscopo. Next, fly to Sicily for three nights in Taromina with special day trips along the coast, including Savoca and Forza de Agro, for sites of the actual filming events from the movie The Godfather. A wonderful wine tasting at Mount Etna, and then on to Palermo for three additional nights before flying home. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. Call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit, visit perillotours.com. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. All right, so this song is You Shook Me All Night Long, which is ACDC's like biggest hit. But this is being sung by Celine Dion. And a DJ like Sam Bellino, who on Thursday night at Iridium brought down the house, he was so excellent. You would think that in 2008, when Guitar Magazine voted the best and worst covers of all time, that Sam Bellino would have chosen Jimi Hendrix version of Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower, which was voted the best cover of all times, followed by the Beatles' rendition of Twist and Shout, followed by um, Guns N' Roses' version of the Wings' songs L- Live and Let Die. But no, Sam Bellino decided tonight to play the worst cover song, which is what you're listening to right now. I would have much preferred Sam Bellino, in all deference and respect to your greatness, a little Hendrix all along the watchtower. But, you know, you uh, can mean, only win. But everyone knows that's a good song. you got to pay a little homage to the bad one, too. Yeah, and I don't think this is that horrible, by the way. No, I mean, Celine, Celine Dion doesn't do anything so horrible. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about my, my fun night in court. Um, but I obviously, uh, I want to mention that um, this has been Pride Month. Um, and this is um, this... What was it Saturday was the parade or Sunday? Sunday was Sunday. the parade. And, I mean, there's been festivities throughout the city. When I was in the city, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, there was a lot of rainbows. And I'm glad that that's the, um, the flag or whatever that the community chose because it's a beautiful color. Um, there are so many letters now. I mean, it used to be like the Gay Pride Parade, and then it went to, like, the LG and then it was LGBT and now it's LGBTQ and then it's going to LGBTQIA plus 
Yeah, the plus. Joan, can you give me any insight into all of this? Give you some insight. And I so it's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, questioning or and or queer. I I means intersexual, and a is the asexual, and then plus is for whatever else. Okay, so there's a kids family friendly thing, so I'm not going to get into definitions all because I have no problem telling you. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know everything here. But I guess, and I'm happy to say this, because I live in a community where, like, this is basically irrelevant. Um, you know, there's people in the law firm who are gay. Like, it, it's, it basically doesn't mean anything to me if someone is gay or straight or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, except, I, and no, there is no except. I mean, it, like, so I, I was at the gig the other night, and I was told by the manager that one of the particular servers goes by them and they and i had no problem telling you like i didn't exactly know how to use them and they to ask for a beer um so instead i was just like can i have a beer uh <laughs> but um i am so happy i live in a community where and when i say a community i don't mean like my little neck of the woods i mean like a, a my five boroughs where i don't see any um prejudice against gay people i, I i'm not going to get into all the other BTQIAs, um, but I mean that was not the case a, a short time ago. So, God bless. Let everyone celebrate. I'm all for a parade. Um, no one better give me a hard time though when I'm celebrating Christopher Columbus's accomplishments or Italian American accomplishments during the month of October. Because if you want to say, "Oh, we can't honor Christopher Columbus because he did bad things to people," well, I'm sure there are a lot of gay people who did bad things to people as well. So, I mean, if we're gonna go down that road of you know, we, well, you know, I'm sure I know for a fact Martin Luther King wasn't a saint either. Um, I'm sure neither was Abraham Lincoln or George Washington. We're all human beings and we all have flaws. So, um, you know, it's, it's a little touchy when you deal with all of these topics. But as I said, I'm all for parades. I know friends of mine who went to the parade. It's interesting because I asked, I go, well, like who marches in the parade? Like I know at the Columbus Day Parade, you know, I know there's a lot of high school bands, the, the uh, college bands at the St. Patrick's Day Parade. But the person who I asked marched, marches with the politicians. So he, he was like, I don't really know because I'm marching in the front of the parade. And then we go into a bar and I don't even see who's in the line of march. I know it was a lot of not-for-profit organizations mm-hmm. marching and it was very festive. I mean, the city was extremely festive. I actually was at um, Chelsea Piers last night and I literally attended a big fat Greek wedding. Um, so really? happy nuptials to, dishes? uh, Mike Papa John, um, and Anthula Katsimatidis, um, and our, our, uh, friend John Katsimatidis was in attendance with his whole family, his wife, his son, his daughter. Uh, there's, there is a relationship there, you know, you know, a real family relationship. It was, I don't know if it was exactly 500 people. It may have been uh, 480. Um, yeah, but they did no. They did not break the glasses. There was a well, the dishes. I mean, I left at almost eleven o'clock, and there were no dishes had been broken at that point. But there was the dollar bills being thrown in yeah. the air, and it was that traditional Greek dancing in circles. And you know what? You ended up with amazing weather. Amazing weather. I mean, uh, Marianne, it was supposed to rain, but I, I think pride made it sun and rainbows. Right? Well, I'm right. Yeah. All well, rainbows. It. You need rain for rainbows, though. Joe. We had rain. You had rain on Saturday. Okay. Okay. No, we had rain on Sunday too, didn't we? For a little while, we Maybe did for a little, a little. while. Um, anyway, the um, 
uh, the wedding was great, and I want to wish them all of the. Um, I want to wish you all of the, the the love in the world to Mike and Anthula. It was really a great time. It was really a lot of fun. I was there with Uncle Billy and Uncle Josh and Marion and I when we were dancing. It was really fun, and we got home late, but I was a little tired. Um, on Saturday afternoon, well, you had a heck of a week. On left. Saturday, when I woke up, I had a missed call from like at eleven o'clock at night from a, a friend. And then, so I was like, I don't know, maybe that was like a butt dial. That's the thing when your name ends in a, begins and ends with an A, you get a lot of butt dials because you're right on the end of, um, you're right on the, you're right at the end of the, um, you know, the right at the beginning of people's butt dialing ability. <laughs> so um, I didn't call the person back, but around, I don't know, I was in the park, I think, with Arthur. I, I was, oh no, I was playing baseball. So it was like 12 o'clock with Arthur. And, um, I get a call from a friend. He's like, listen, someone got arrested last night, and they want to use you, and will you talk to them? Of course I'll talk to them. I got on the phone with this father who was totally distraught, and um, he asked me if I could handle his case. And to be blunt, they're not in the financial realm of cases that we usually take on, um, but I said we would take it on. And then I called <laughs> basically every lawyer in our firm, and no one was available. I'll leave it at that. I, I have no complaints. Everyone's allowed to have a life on a Saturday afternoon. So I was going to handle it myself, and the case get, kept getting pushed. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to court at 4 o'clock or 5. It was one of those rare nights where Mary and I had nothing to do because um, we always, always have something to do. And finally, I go down there at like 9 o'clock at night. No, a little late. It was like I, I, got dra- I put the kids to sleep. Then I went up and took a shower, put on my suit, went down there. And you know that now like the guys who I see are guys who I know forever because they're they're celebrating their 30 years in as court officers and clerks. You know, there's a lot of people who are so young, like the judge is younger than I am and all of that. And, um, you know, I didn't even take any money from the dad right there. And then I, I just knew he was a trustworthy man and um, how much he cared and loved for his son. I'll never forget what he said. He goes, you know, I don't, to this day, I don't know who my father is. He's like, and I try so hard to be a great father to this kid. And I, I goes, I want to kill him right now. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna you know we we eventually got the young person out of jail and we're hoping that he has a uh, a uh, a bright future ahead of him. We have a little bit of a pickle we got to get him out of, but it was cool being in court until you know twelve one in the morning. It made me feel young. We have sixty seconds. I want to make a comment on that. 60 you are seconds. that person. You are the person that does the bigger cases that makes more money so that you can help this kind of person and you do this all the time this is not the first time i've heard well, this I story could, i can hear how genuine and, and sincere the no, dad was seriously so. this we're is, gonna help him all right yeah. i have 60 seconds left for the third time on june the 26th because i did it at the top of the hour the bottom of the hour and now at the end of the hour i have to wish my my number my oldest angel uh juliana bambina Juliana Rose, um, who's turning 17 today. She was the first girl in my life, um, meaning birth like girl. Um, she's now been like, now she's the big angel. There's her, there's Madison, and now there's my daughter, Ariana. But Juliana has grown into such a fine young lady. Um, she took all the pictures of Rapid Pulse Thursday night that came out unbelievable. She used an actual camera. 
Um, she's the cheer squad at Fom- – oh, I'm not supposed to say where she's going to school. Oops. Um, I think she's going to be the captain of the cheer team next year. We're really excited for her to do cheer her senior year We're very because she's going to be the star of the show. She's a dancer. She's a great sister, a great daughter, a great granddaughter, um, a niece, the whole thing. So we're going to go up. We're going to meet at Pippins. I'm going to leave here, meet, meet Juliana to celebrate her 17th birthday. I love you as much as any uncle could love their beautiful niece. Happy birthday, Juliana. I'll see you in a couple of minutes. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.